the explosive new film, Flynn, Deliver the Truth, Whatever the Cost, exposes secrets behind the government's takedown of General Michael Flynn. Flynn knew what the intel world had been up to. He ordered the first audit of the use of contractors. This set off alarm bells. He told the truth. He was the most dangerous person for Donald Trump to hire. They had to get rid of Flynn. Flynn, Deliver the Truth, Whatever the Cost. Available now. Watch it today. Go to SalemNow.com. SalemNow.com. And a good Thursday afternoon, and a welcome to this edition of the Bill Bunkley Show. And um, you uh, might be able to, to detect that there's something... Uh, there's something wrong. Don't adjust your radio. Don't adjust your tuner. I have uh, uh, arrived back from Tallahassee into Tampa this afternoon. And as you can tell, uh, what started out, if you were listening yesterday, had a little bit of a cough <laughs> during the program. Uh, sort of progressed a little bit of a sore throat to uh, me having to uh, take part in some committee meetings this morning with some of the, the bills that we're supporting and monitoring and uh, Got to tell you that by 11 o'clock, it was time to hitch up the chariot and come on back. So we're here in our studios in Tampa, but uh, let me just be candid with you. We got uh, sort of a special show coming up, and that is because I probably would not be able to go the distance with my throat and my voice. So we've got uh, some selected opportunities uh, for us to uh, go back a few days and uh, hear some important interviews. So the first one up, and uh, by the way, I'll be here for the full, you know, um, two hours, but we're going to do some encore presentations uh, for you. First up, if you remember, I had a chance to talk about the We Haven't Forgotten Benefit Concert for Puerto Rico. That's coming up on February the 17th at Bell Shoals Baptist Church. I had a chance to talk to Deacon Richard Arzon and Pastor Antonio Valdez, about this very important debt, uh, th- th- this very important show. It's going to, door's going to open at seven, uh, six o'clock. Show starts at seven. Again, that's February 17th. Now let's learn more about this important opportunity. Guys, thank you so much for being with us this afternoon. Thank you, sir. We do appreciate the opportunity. This is Richard, by the way. Um, it is an honor for us to talk to you this afternoon and be able to share what God has put in our hearts to do for the people of Puerto Rico. Well, I know. Both of you uh, very much have been um, key to um, what's been happening here in Central Florida and, of course, an emphasis now at Bell Shoals. Can you give us an update uh, uh, of the last couple of weeks as to what the situation is in Puerto Rico? Well, when you talk about the metropolitan areas, they've been pretty good. Like San Juan, they've been able to recover pretty good, but the inner of the island, you know, the, the out of the metropolitan areas, they're still hurting. Uh, some places, even bridges down that they have not been able to reconstruct. Uh, and, and there's still a big, big need to reach those folks, you know, with food and whatever we can bring. I mean, they're trying to do their best to do so, but it's just hard areas to get to. Hmm. By the way, if you're by your home or office PC, go to bellshows.com forward slash concert. That's bellshows.com forward slash concert. And, Michael, I've got a little bit of an echo here if you can um, work on that. Now, uh, we'll tell you about who's going to be in concert in just a moment. But um, there are many ways that um, one could uh, or you guys could team up to do something 
to do a benefit for Puerto Rico. Tell us uh, how the idea uh, or, or how God gave you the idea to do uh, this concert and to do an event. Yes, you know, watching on the night of the storm, it was uh, September 20th when everything was going on. I mean, we were blessed here, at least at my home, where we didn't lose power or anything like that. So we're able to watch the news, what was going on. And at our campus, we have gone through the book of Nehemiah, like, uh, gosh, a few months ago. And that that verse in particular, in Nehemiah 1, of chapter, verse 4, it talks about when he got told about the destruction, what had happened in, in, in Jerusalem and Israel and how the temple had been destroyed. And he made this beautiful prayer, and it was just, it resounded in my heart that, you know, what I was seeing, I, I could really understand probably what Nehemiah went through and what he thought of. And, and after that, he goes in the following uh, verses and has this beautiful prayer of asking God not only to restore them, you know, back to the city, have it restored, but also to restore their hearts. One thing we hear when we call the people of Puerto Rico, I call my family or folks or friends, it's two things. It's the lack of hope and the feeling that folks have forgotten about Puerto Rico because it's no longer in the news, it's not today's news. So so they have that feeling of, of you know, hopelessness is what we hear in us with the gospel, what we have, what God has blessed us in such a way. What better thing to do than at a time when you're feeling that way to bring it? Because the most beautiful thing is at the end of the book of Nehemiah, they celebrate with music. And, and that's what they did. They put people up in the walls of the city and, and by the temple. And I truly believe that, that eventually, not only through what we're doing, because there's many organizations and Christians organizations that are doing a great, great thing and, and work in Puerto Rico, we just wanted to be part of that and give the opportunity to everybody within the Bell Shoals campus, within the Tampa community, um, Central Florida community, to be able to do something and, and be part of that reconstruction and at the end also be part of that celebration of what God is going to do. Mm. I want to tell you that um, we got a real bad echo going on. I don't know what we have happening here, but uh, i got to tell you, uh, Deacon uh, Richard, that... Uh, I've said many times, and it's not original with me, um, we would rather be helpless than hopeless. A hopeless feeling is just uh, is just awful. And that deep, deep despair, uh, especially when uh, right after an emergency hits, whether it's an earthquake, whether it's the fires, whether it's a tsunami, tsunami the, uh, the media is there. You feel like uh, the whole world is standing with you, and it empowers you when you're standing out in the rain with no roof or no generator or no food. You feel like someone's got your back. But weeks afterwards, and with the a tremendous amount of uh, infrastructure that's having to be rebuilt in the rural areas uh, from scratch, yes, uh, to continue to not have electricity, to have uh, uh, the the type of things that were part of their homes, very, very concerning indeed. Now, let me give you some details because what a great night. This is going to be happening on February the 17th at Bell Shoals Baptist Church, the Brandon Campus. Uh, oh, doors will open at 6 p.m. The show is going to start at 7 p.m. And for those of you who um, know exactly who's on American Idol, what a great evening it's going to be. Because not one but two American Idol finalists 
Scott McIntyre and Jeremy Rosado. Both are going to be in concert on behalf of Puerto Rico that evening. Now, again, that is the concert we haven't forgotten. It's a benefit concert for Puerto Rico. Tickets are just $5. So if you'd like to find out more about attending uh, and obtaining your tickets, go right now to bellshoals.com slash concert. That's B-E-L-L. S-H-O-A-L-S dot com forward slash a concert. Now, I understand it's not just a concert, so as folks are coming out and taking part in this wonderful evening, what do uh, what do they expect to experience? We're going to have several things there. We have uh, joined with some folks that have a lot of information about the help that are here because what we're experiencing here also in Tampa, Orlando, and really in Florida it's a lot of the folks that we're calling this place that had to move depending on needs because of medical or, or you know, elderly that have had to move to Florida. We're going to have a flurry of information and all kinds of really good stuff that they can leave with here uh, that, that they can be able to use in, in agencies, you know, governmental agencies, uh, private agencies that are going to be willing to help. And I'd like to say real quick, sir, if it's okay, um, I have to make a confession is that I have never heard of your show. We, we normally concentrate on the Spanish radio shows, but I was taken back by two things that you said and, and a plug that I'm going to put in for you because I, you, you have a new fan, let's put it that way, in your, your show on Thursday, I believe it was, you mentioned the tragedy, what happened out in, uh, in Lebanon in that place that, that got a terrorist attack. And there was two things that really tugged on my heart. And, and one was that you said, and, and this is what, what's loving about some people that are getting involved in the project, is that you said at one point that you had a heart for Lebanon. And I understood it was you probably had done some things there, but then the thing that most touched me, that is exactly the message that we want to convey, is that you said that you and I can make a difference. And that is the main point, and hopefully anybody going there that, that probably has not been affected can get out of it that they can also make a difference and that the people that are there that are going through things is that they could understand there's other people that although don't live like here at Lebanon, I, I can assume that you don't live in Lebanon, uh, not only that you don't have to be from a particular place, but yes, we can, and we can all, all in some way, shape or form, we can all make a difference. Yes, and that Lebanon experience was uh, something else. But I really want to get a couple more things out uh, about your event. And, by the way, go right now to bellshows.com forward slash concert, bellshows.com forward slash concert, uh, American Idol finalist Scott McIntyre, Jeremy Rosado, $5, doors open at 6, the, uh, the event starts at 7 p.m. Now, how is the money or the goods going to be distributed uh, after this event? Bill, this is Otoniel. Uh, thank you very much for giving us this air time. Uh, since we are part of a large family of uh, churches called Southern Baptist Convention, we have uh, part of that family is uh, the whole mission board, and they have they have the responsibility for Southern Baptist to be the the go-to organization to help uh, people like uh, with the experience that the uh, island of Puerto Rico had. so da- Disaster relief uh, organization within the Southern Baptist Convention. Yes, sir. Uh, they are presently working there 
They are ascending teams, our church. Uh, the Bell Shows family will be uh, leading two groups of uh, individuals to go and help in the island. And so that's where the 100% uh, of the proceeds will go. And they will be responsible to get that uh, relief uh, financially uh, to the people in the places where they are presently working, which is the whole island. All right. Got about one minute left. Very quickly, Antonio, tell us a little bit. If someone wants to participate either financially with this uh, concert or something else, uh, what can you use? Uh, the first thing is prayer, like that God will bring people to the concert so that they will be impacted by what they hear and see and continue to um, be concerned about Puerto Rico. And then you can go to the Bell Show's website and do donate. And the, all the donations are tax, uh, what do you call it, uh, deductible. All right, let's do this, guys, because uh, we got a hard break coming up. Hey, I want you to get behind this effort with uh, Deacon Richard Arzon and Pastor Antonio Valdez. It is the We Haven't Forgotten Benefit Concert for Puerto Rico, February the 17th. Come out to the concert, $5, American Idol finalist Scott McIntyre, Jeremy Rosario, and we've got a great show. In other ways, you can help Florida Baptist and Southern Baptist Disaster Services. Guys, thanks for being with us. The live in studio here in Tampa, and if you're just joining us, uh, I have returned back in Tampa. But uh, one of the bugs that has been going around has captured uh, my uh, throat, my voice, and uh, under the weather. So um, we're bringing you some encore presentations coming up next. Uh, interview I had a few days ago with Florida State Senator Jeff Brandis about uh, his agenda. That's coming up. And live at the bottom of the hour, looking forward to this, I'll talk with Rick Van Warner. He's written a book on pills and needles, the relentless fight to save my son from opioid addiction. A very, very compelling book, especially in light of what the president and what we're dealing with in the Florida legislature. All that and more live from Tampa. I'm Bill Bunkley. Be right back. Bill Bunkley here with a personal invitation to join me and my family on our 2018 10-day pilgrimage to Israel and Jordan. Be a part of this year's 70th anniversary marking Israel's statehood. Our tour host is renowned historian and EDI travel president Boaz Shalgi. Travel to Petra, the Dead Sea, Jericho, the Sea of Galilee, Nazareth, Bethlehem, Jerusalem, and much more. See where end times will unfold and visit custom locations gaining insight into G political issues facing Israel today. The all-inclusive price is just $3,965 per person, double occupancy. For just $3,965, you'll receive round-trip airfare from Tampa, four- and five-star hotels, Wi-Fi-equipped motor coach, three meals daily, all taxes and tips. For more information, go to letstalkfaith.com or call us 813-515-1510. That's 813-515-1510. Who's happy to be at the game today? You know who's not happy? Your buddy Pete, stuck at home doing the laundry with his wife, who loves soap operas. 
Pete should have taken advantage of Sun Country Cleaner's wash, dry, and fold service. With 38 convenient locations in Tampa Bay and delivery, Pete could be here, dealing with overtime at the ballpark instead of dealing with an overflowing hamper. Sun Country Cleaners, let us do the laundry while you do life. Online at suncountrycleaners.com. Know the truth with Pastor Philip DeCourcy. His freedom was limited, he ends up in prison, his life is cut short. But that's okay. When you're a forerunner, it's all about preparing the way, clearing the way, and getting out of the way. You're expendable. It's okay to be a link in a chain of God-given reactions. Weekday mornings at 9.30 on Faith Talk 570 WTBN. Online at letstalkfaith.com. Welcome back. Bill Bunkley here. It is Thursday afternoon. I've returned because uh, one of the many bugs going around the nation in Florida has got me. And so uh, because of that, I probably couldn't go the whole distance for two hours. Here's an encore presentation of an interview I had just days ago with State Senator Jeff Brandis. And coming up, live interview of the new book on pins and needles. Well, I counted them up, Senator, 64 uh, sponsored or introduced bills, four or five co-sponsored bills. Uh, folks back home usually don't know exactly what goes on behind the scenes. And I know you got a great staff, but how in the world do you keep up with 65 different bills and be on your game when you got to stand up in front of the Inquisition to defend them? <laughs> You know, you first realize that amongst the legislators, there's really kind of two types of legislators. They kind of want to be somebody, and they kind of want to do something. And our our shop is a do-something shop. We are really a policy shop, and we think that there's one or two big ideas in every area of policy, and we try to focus on those areas of ideas, and we look for ideas that move the needle. And so we look to... Uh, you know, in at least a number of those bills, try to find the, the bills that really kind of uh, will have a significant effect statewide on an area of policy. And we've done that over the last few years by, you know, working with um, Uber to reduce DUIs. We think we're having a meaningful effect on DUIs. Uh, last year, we had a, a bill that will help keep parents together. Um, uh, and, and help keep kids uh, with parents uh, uh, when they're when they're born out of wedlock, and we thought that that was really important that they see both their mom and their dad, and so we try to streamline that process. That was our big big idea last year, and then this year we're working on uh, bills that have a, a, a really a huge impact on the criminal justice system. The criminal justice system in Florida is one that has really been kind of adrift for almost 20 years, in my opinion, and um, and especially in the prison system where we incarcerate 96,000 uh, Florida. And somebody, we, we, you know, we had just never kind of done a deep dive into how the system was working and, and what was being effective and what are the better policies around the state to bring into the state of Florida. And so over the last three years, we've, we've you know, kind of scoured the, the country to find the best ideas. And what you're starting to see this year is us coalescing around a group of ideas that are going to have a significant change on the criminal justice system going forward, both in, and I think we'll be more effective, we'll be more just, we'll do better for victims, um, and uh, we'll, we'll focus on um, on communities and, and trying to work with communities to help uh, address recidivism in some of the other areas of the criminal justice system. 
Mm. And of course, uh, we're all revisiting the uh, the idea of uh, three strikes, you're out, and you go to jail or go to prison. And for some of those nonviolent offenders, and uh, just the costs, uh, you are on the tip of the sword, if you will, for uh, looking at uh, what we're doing in criminal justice. And can we can we uh, look at it as really trying to help people? Uh, get back on track and uh, not just uh, have them be in a place to where they just pick up more worst <laughs> habits than they did when they went in. And, uh, yeah, I, think we, I agree. I think we've got to separate the world of, of, of people that are incarcerated into two categories. You've got the people that you're scared of, and they rightly belong in prison. And we are separating them from society because it is the, the most humane thing we can do for both of us is, is to separate them away from society. Um, and then you've got your people that you're mad at. And the people that you're mad at are going to come back into your society. They did something wrong. We're mad at them. But most of them are nonviolent. Most of them are, you know, simple drug crimes, possession, uh, you know, and those types of crimes. And they're going to come back into society in the next few years. And so we need to make sure that we're preparing them to reenter society appropriately. Uh, I'll give you an example. I toured a correctional facility just a few weeks ago. It had 1,100 inmates, and I had one teacher. Um, And that just shows you how how the system has gotten to where we're not really focused on recidivism we've this is a model uh, that that focuses on warehousing and so we need to address policies that really think about how we take these individuals that we're mad at and we focus on recidivism if that's our goal Mm. Very, very good go indeed. And by the way, one of the bills today that we even supported was uh, uh, Senate Bill 660. Senator Brandis is working on making sure that those of you who are in uh, one of the, a lot of them are Christian, but the, the cost shaving, cost savings medical plans where group people get together and they pull their money, pull their money and then help each other. He's making sure that that doesn't uh, become part of an overreach from our Department of, of Insurance to let them uh, function as they should. Let me ask you one question, and that is uh, a couple of days ago we had, by the way, in all these bills, folks, just keep in mind that uh, my next question, we, we a senator or a representative can't be on the right page for all the people that come to see them. And so I want to ask you about uh, a couple of days ago we had uh, Florida Right to Life on the program, and they brought up Senate Bill 474, the physicians ordered for life-saving treatment. They're very nervous about any work in that area, and of course uh, with euthanasia, the Terry Schiavo situation. So I thought I would give you an opportunity from your vantage point. It's one of the things you're interested in. Uh, tell us a little bit about uh, your interest and your approach. I know you've worked on this for two or three years with uh, some different language trying to uh, to move this forward. Uh, give us your heart on this one for just a minute as we wrap up. Sure. So we've worked with uh, a number of groups, including the Catholic Conference and other groups, to, to really try to hone in on what their major concerns are. But really what this bill does is allow for um, a physician and a patient together to to discuss what they want the end of their life to look like the last few remaining days um, and the amount of treatment that are going to occur and, and what that treatment should look like. Everybody's familiar with living wills. Everybody's familiar with do not resuscitate orders. But a living will is often a guide that is given to, you know, that, that's done years before that talks people through what, you know, the, the amount of care that they want at the end of their life. This allows you to do something similar, but with your physician sitting bedside. So that if you have somebody with, with you know, an advanced or aggressive cancer or some other life, uh, life-limiting um, issue that, that, you know, it's really designed for the last year of your life and, and allows you to say, I want, you know, all methods available um, and to, to 
let you work with your physicians if you'd like that, or if you'd like less than that, um, if you'd like to aid in, you know, if you'd like comfort measures only, uh, that to, to make your wishes known with your physician. To me, it's incredibly important that we give people access to that because sometimes in those situations, you don't have a chance to go talk to your attorney and figure out exactly what you want in, 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 in those situations. But you might be able to sit down with your physician and through a very standardized format, walk them through um, how how to maximize your your uh, your um, experience for these last few days of life, and to let them clearly identify your wishes, so that everyone carries those out in the healthcare chain. To me, it's incredibly important. Twenty-five other states use a similar document um, to help people in their last few days of their life, and this really is for those individuals who are in their last year of life to work with their physician to let their wishes be known. And out of time, um, I would say, uh, the only thing I would say is the concerns of some folks is with uh, the baby boomers getting older, uh, we know what uh, health care companies are going to do. They're going to try and minimize costs that happened in the last, last year, year and a half. Uh, I guess some of the concerns from the organizations are, is there any aspects where this helps to put the camel's nose under the tent? And I think that's probably where the disconnect is on a lot of this. But, Senator, I just want to tell you how much uh, we appreciate uh, your service to the country and appreciate your service to the legislature and know that you have an open invitation on uh, any of your bills that you'd like to come and uh, share with us. Uh, you're welcome to be with us anytime. My pleasure. Thanks so much for having me. God bless you, my friend. All right. That was Senator Jeff Brandis. Bill Bunkley here live in our studios in Tampa with uh, the bug that's going around. So we're giving you some encore presentations. Up next, though, my live interview with Rick Van Warren, author of the new book on pins and needles about the opioid epidemic. Don't miss that. I'll be right back. Are you gathering at the With SRN News, I'm Bob Agnew in Washington. All eyes on the White House as it reviews that classified memo on the Russia election investigation. Republican lawmakers say they've had a look at that memo, and it does indicate some serious problems at the leadership of the FBI, especially as it regards this probe. House Democratic leader Nancy Pelosi says releasing the memo would be a disgrace and would take the veil off of some national security procedures. Republicans say the only alterations to the content of that memo were those specifically demanded by Democrats, the same ones who are now complaining about the fact the memo was altered. The Arizona House voted today to expel a Republican lawmaker after a report ordered by legislative leaders of his own party showed he had engaged in a pattern of sexual harassment toward women. Representative Don Shooter of Yuma, believed to be the first state lawmaker in the U.S. to be voted out of his seat since the uh, Me Too hashtag movement began. With business, I'm Bob Agnew. If you know Alexa, you know she's quick with a joke. It starts with an E, but only has a single letter in it, an envelope. Or an encouraging compliment. You always know how to find that silver lining. But best of all, you can listen to Alexa to listen to us. Welcome to Faith Talk Tampa. Just tell Alexa, enable Faith Talk Tampa skill, and boom, there you go. Welcome to Faith Talk Tampa. On air, online, and using Alexa. Faith Talk 570. Ladies, how about we take a break for a night out? Faith Talk's Ladies Night Out is coming up Thursday, March 22nd at Bell Shoals Baptist Church in Brandon with Christian comedian Leslie Norris Townsend. And you'd say any precious. <gasps> That's my husband. 
early for our Ladies Expo, featuring shopping, giveaways, desserts, and light hors d'oeuvres. Faith Talks Ladies Night Out with Leslie Norris Townsend. Tickets and information at letstalkfaith.com. Thinking about life insurance? What if you could make one free phone call and learn your best price from nearly a dozen highly rated price competitive companies? Well, that's exactly what happens when you call SelectQuote Life. For example, George is 40. He was getting sky-high quotes from other companies because he takes meds to control his blood pressure. But when I shopped around, I found him a 10-year, $500,000 policy for under $25 a month. I'm SelectQuote agent Dan Savino. And believe me, if SelectQuote isn't shopping for your life insurance, you're probably paying too much. For your free quote, call 800-494-2323. That's 800-494-2323. 800-494-2323. Or go to selectquote.com. Since 1985, we shop, you save. Get full details on the example policy at selectquote.com slash commercials. Your price could vary depending on your health issuing company and other factors. Not available in all states. Windshields are all about safety, and so is Autoglass America. If your windshield is damaged and you have comprehensive insurance, we'll install a premium quality replacement with a lifetime warranty at no cost to you. We'll buy back your damaged windshield for up to $100 cash on the spot and come to you with free mobile service. Keep your family safe. Call us today. Remember, if it's chipped or cracked, we'll buy it back. 813-96-GLASS. That's 813-96-GLASS. Autoglass America. Weekday mornings at 8. Don't miss Moving Forward with Dr. Stephen Rummage. He wasn't deficient. He was not lacking in anything when he chose to save you. He chose to save you because he loves you. And of his own will, it was his good pleasure to save you. Moving Forward with Dr. Stephen Rummage. Weekday mornings at 8 on Faith Talk 570 WTBN. Online at letstalkfaith.com. Hey, welcome back. Bill Bunkley here. It is 34 minutes past the hour. And if you're just uh, joining us, uh, I am not in Tallahassee at my post at uh, the uh, Tallahassee Innovation Center. Uh, No, I uh, started uh, having a sore throat, uh, a little bit of cough and a sore throat. And uh, by the time I finished up doing some committee work this morning, it was uh, heading the car back to Tampa. So, live in our Tampa studios, but obviously you can tell by my voice, not uh, operating on uh, all cylinders, but I uh, wanted to have an opportunity to to talk about this very important situation that's going to be the subject of our author and our book today. Well, the book is on pins and needles, the relentless fight to save my son from opioid addiction. Joining me, our neighbor from Winter Park, just up the highway here, Rick Van Warner is with us. Before I tell you a bit about him, uh, as you know, the president, as of late, as well as leadership in the Congress, have had a lot to say about this, this horrendous epidemic, as well as our own Attorney General Pam Bondi and our Governor Rick Scott. And today, uh, one of the last things I did before heading south, and of course, most of you know, I'm president of the Florida Ethics and Religious Liberty Commission, in addition to my responsibilities here. Um, At the commission, we are supporting uh, Florida Senate Bill 8. Uh, It is uh, on the system as controlled substances. It is sponsored by uh, Senator Benequisto, and uh, it's a bill that she has filed to basically rein in 
these ridiculous prescriptions that many doctors uh, have been writing for the opioid epidemic. And, of course, those of you listening in our Braden and Sarasota area know that uh, your area is uh, unfortunately one of the highest uh, areas of abuse in the state. Well, my next guest is Rick Van Warner. He's a 30-year veteran of journalism, crisis management, and media relations. He was compelled to share his personal story to help other families after recognizing the endemic nature of the current opioid addiction epidemic. He graduated from Syracuse University's uh, Newhouse School of Communications. He began his career as a daily newspaper reporter. Always willing to tackle tough challenges, he also volunteered as a social worker with the New York State Youth Justice Division, where he counseled teens confined to group homes after committing serious crimes. Uh, Rick lives, of course, here uh, in Winter Park, and he's got some sons, I think, here in Tampa. And with that, uh, Rick Van Warner, good to have you with us today. Great to be there. Thank you. Well, your Florida legislature is trying to do something, my friend, uh, to tighten this up, but uh, none of us have lived the the horror, the nightmare, as you have. Uh, Talk a little bit about the, the background and your research in terms of how quick and how pervasive this opioid-based epidemic is here in the country? Well, it's uh, particularly important that we're finally doing something in Florida about this. At the time, my son came of age and fell into opioid use, and originally it was OxyContin that was flowing through the halls of the high schools. Um, it was it was really the height of the pill mill epidemic, and, and there were just millions of the pills flowing through our state, and a lot of people don't understand uh, that this epidemic that's now killing over 100 Americans every single day, it started in many ways right here in Florida and before it moved up into Appalachian, into other states, and eventually throughout the country. What was it? I know that years ago we had, uh, quote-unquote, pill mills all over the state, and when uh, the the Tampa-based Attorney General Pam Bondi set out to close all of them down. Well, when those close down, and then when you've had this this cheap sort of the heroin, uh, the opioid derivatives, and now some of these are so powerful, if you just touch them, uh, they can kill you. How did this launch so quickly here in Florida? Well, I think it really started with a pharmaceutical company that created OxyContin, and then there were once their patent ran out, there were many other uh, pharma companies ready to jump in with their they're similar drugs. Um, they really based it on the fact that it was a time release mechanism, so you couldn't get the full dose of the drug. Unfortunately, it uh, was very prone to abuse, and, and by crushing a pill, it, it allowed a user to snort it, smoke it, inject it however they wanted to, and get the full dose immediately. So it was really a man-made problem, and, and it was something that they spent a lot of money uh, lobbying the politicians and and deceptively marketing for probably about a decade before uh, anything was really done. And, and when the, by the time we cracked down on the pill mills in Florida and got electronic prescription monitoring, making it harder to fill one prescription in multiple places, uh, it was already too late for a lot of people who are now already addicted to OxyContin and, and, and the pill forms of that, which is essentially synthetic heroin. And when the government finally did crack down on it, 
it pushed the problem. You've got so many people already addicted. Well, they had to turn to the streets then. So it really pushed it into the streets and the problem even worsened with, with heroin and, and uh, cut with phenytoin and, and other deadly chemicals. So that's where we ended up with, with this, this growing epidemic. Hmm. If you're just joining me, if you are a uh, pastor, minister, rabbi, community leader, I want to highly recommend you get a copy of this book. My guest today is Rick Van Warner. Uh, His book is entitled On Pins and Needles, The Relentless Fight to Save My Son, whose name is Tommy, from Opioid Addiction. If you will, Rick, introduce us uh, to your son and uh, take us through the steps that... uh, he really got uh, a sideway with this uh, particular drug. Certainly. Um, the scary part about this is this very difficult drug to detect, unlike uh, alcohol or marijuana or other drugs that a 16-year-old might might experiment with. There's really no odor. There's no real visible sign until somebody is addicted that they're using, and, the, and most, uh, most people function fairly normally at first. Uh, our son didn't come home from school one day. He was a normal, normal middle-class kid, and and uh, you know, one of four children. And one day he just didn't show up from school, and that led to a four-day search, where we eventually were able to find him in a in an abandoned building on the brink of overdose, and mm. got him into a detox and a uh, a um, recovery program after that, which lasted not very long, and. That was the beginning of, of nine years now of, of uh, the vicious cycle of, of relapse and recovery. Mm. By the way, I misspoke. Uh, please pardon me, uh, Rick. The, the book is entitled On Pills and Needles, On Pills and Needles, The Relentless Fight to Save My Son from Opioid Addiction. Now, your family is a faith-based family, and I want to introduce this here because I can't imagine. I, can't, I have a 12-year-old, Rick. I can't imagine having to search for him for four days and then at least rejoicing in the fact that he's alive, but he's really, his life's been sidetracked. Uh, how much, uh, how did faith play a role during these very, very tough times? Well, there were times um, as, as my son went through a cycle of 13 relapses, uh, twice resuscitated from overdose. My word. Um, so, you know, homeless on one or two occasions when he disappeared. Uh, this was a, just a, a, a you know, horrendous uh, many-year journey for our family. Uh, what really, um, d- during that period, I, ne- I never did stop praying. My wife and I never stopped praying for him and praying for him to, to you know, find find recovery and, and you know, find uh, find the Lord. But, but uh, at the end of the day, you did start, there were times during the the worst of it, the worst of the chaos that it, that we did question our faith or why is, uh, you know, why are we the ones being put through this? And and why our son, who, by the way, happens to be my sweetest and one of my nicest and probably my nicest kid, mm. the most sensitive. They're all great, but but this particular one is, is very sensitive, very wouldn't hurt a fly. He's very, very kind, gentle-natured person. But in the end, over time, we recognize that all the money we spent on failed recovery and, and therapy and all these other things, what really came first and foremost in in helping him survive this ordeal and helping our family survive was just the the unconditional love and acceptance of of who he was and and no matter how low he sank that we weren't going to give up on him and we just we just embraced him and and 
started detoxing at home if he would fall and and uh over time he he uh his relapses became much less frequent and much longer periods of sobriety in between and right now he's doing quite well so it is a a story that you, that there is hope at the other end of the tunnel for families going through this and really uh i was um very much called by god to write the book to do just that help other families mm. I just can't imagine, uh, Rick Van Warner, uh, the ups and downs. I know the ups and downs for your son, those who are addicted, but the family and the friends who love the one that has the challenges, unbelievable. And so when we think about you going the distance, you know, nine years, and then you go along and there's, and there's a trip, or you go along, there's a fall, and then you're getting back up with him and getting him going. Uh, one of the chapters uh, really was compelling to me. Uh, if you can, just just tell us a little bit. I want to give the whole book away, but a little bit about um, he's uh, he's moving along, and uh, as he's trying to focus on himself, a former girlfriend that uh, I believe he actually introduced to oxycodone um, died. Talk about that because that 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 could have really that could have really tanked him for good, right? It, it could have, and that's really was a turning point in in the approach for a long time i i subscribed and we subscribed to the idea of the the you know the 12-step approach and and that works for some people it's uh it's unfortunately has a pretty low success rate with opioid uh, addiction and you know opioids rewire a person's brain so my son um had had been sober for quite quite a while about a year and had cut off all contact with with his ex-girlfriend who he loved very much but felt for his sobriety couldn't talk to her when he got word that she had died from an overdose he um he went into a spiral and and sold all his belongings pawned all his belongings Mm. for enough money to get what he hoped would be a lethal overdose uh, a lethal dose of of substance to to take and he did take it but you know once again as i remind him every time that he doesn't die and he's brought back that god has a plan for him or he wouldn't be alive so he we got through it and that's really where we we kind of changed approach that look this is a this is a more than just a a choice or a physical addiction this is also extremely linked to a person's mental health and their mental uh just their 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 brain chemistry and and that's a piece of the puzzle a very important one that that a lot of people overlook and the other thing a lot of people overlook is this can happen to everyone it doesn't matter if you're rural or suburban or urban or or black or white or brown or or poor or or middle class or wealthy i mean it's an equal opportunity destroyer and it is taking place, and no family is safe from from it. So be on the lookout. Mm. I'm going to ask um, uh, Rick Van Warner to uh, carry over from the break a couple of follow-up questions. Um, i tell you what, this is something that uh, if you are a mom or a dad, a grandmom or a granddad, uh, you have a niece or a nephew, whether you're in school, I mean, in church every night of the week or not a church attender, I want to tell you, if you have anything to do with young people, need to be paying attention to uh, uh, the testimony of Rick Van Warner. And I uh, highly recommend uh, for everyone, including uh, or especially community leaders, need to get a copy of this book. 
on pills and needles, the relentless fight to save my son from opioid addiction. Going to come back with uh, Rick in a moment and want to get an update on how Tommy is doing today and a couple of other questions. More of the Bill Bunkley Show coming up in a moment. Don't go away. I'll be right back. business, you know your financial results are directly linked to the performance of your people. Hello friends, Jim Nance here. Every team wants to operate at peak performance and now you can with the proven workforce optimization solution from Insperity. This powerful combination of HR and business solutions is the most comprehensive business performance offering in the marketplace, delivering administrative relief, better benefits, reduced liabilities, and a systematic way to improve productivity. And since your business is like no other, this solution is customized to fit your unique company needs. If you're ready to make your company run better, grow faster, and make more money, Call 800-465-3800 or visit Insperity.com and meet with your Insperity business performance advisor today. It's what we do. Insperity, inspiring business performance. Writing a Christian book, you're doing an amazing thing, getting it all down on paper. But once you've got the manuscript, then what? Well, you can spend a year or more trying to find a publisher, or you can cut right to the chase. Make your book real with Zulon Press. Finding a publisher is time-consuming and uncertain. With Zulon Press, things are quick and definite. They specialize in one thing, helping Christian authors put their books in print. Zulon Press will publish your book. Zulon Press gets it into bookstores. Your book is on Amazon. Work with Zulon Press, and there's no question, you are a published author. If you're writing a Christian book, get your free publishing guide from Zulon Press. Just log on to ChristianPublishing.com. That's ChristianPublishing.com. Zulon Press, book publishing by Christians for Christians. Get your free publishing guide at ChristianPublishing.com. Zulon Press is a division of Salem Communications, the same people who bring you this nifty radio station. So I was at that new boutique, the one where the video store used to be. Next to the dry cleaners. That was so 2004. Now I download videos at home and the dry cleaner comes to me. The dry cleaner comes to you? Twice a week. Tyler from Sun Country Cleaners, who, by the way, is as clean cut and professional as they come, picks up all the family laundry, not just our work clothes, and... (gasps) No more sorting socks? No more sorting socks. Sun Country Cleaners, you do life, we'll do the laundry. SunCountryCleaners.com. 33%. If you own an annuity, you could receive up to 33% more in guaranteed lifetime income. Annuities can be complicated and confusing, and you could be losing thousands of dollars every single year. Learn how you could change that now by calling J.D. Melberg Financial, who's been featured on PBS, CNBC, and Yahoo News. Discover the optimal time to start taking income from your annuity. Ways to possibly lower your taxes, fees, and expenses. And how their exclusive next-gen annuity strategies could increase your guaranteed lifetime income by as much as 33%. To schedule an appointment, call 800-842-1313. Did I mention 33% more in guaranteed lifetime income? Call 800-842-1313. That's 800-842-1313. Increased income is possible using mixed-gen annuity strategies suited to your financial goals that may require buying multiple annuities. Not available in all states. Results may vary and will be less if excess withdrawals are taken. Annuity guarantees rely on the claims buying ability of the insurer. Employees of J.D. Milbert Financial have the appropriate licenses for the products they offer. 
64% say that God accepts the worship of all religions. What is wrong with these ministers today? Don't they know the first commandment? Thou shall have no other gods before me. There's 1,600 cults out there right now. Every one of them denies Jesus. You're not going to get to heaven that way. Jack Vanapie presents the stunning truth about Bible prophecy. Join the Vanapies this week. Sunday mornings at 8 on Faith Talk 570, FM 102.1 and AM 910. Bill Bunkley here, returned from Tallahassee this afternoon. Uh, I've caught one of the bugs that's going around, and so um, we are in our studios in Tampa, and I can tell you that I'm looking forward to uh, going home and uh, hibernating to try and knock this thing out. But I wanted to make sure that we had this important interview today. You know that uh, I have been um, very much advocating coming up against the opioid abuse, not only here but around the country. And the kids that are getting involved with this, as well as the doctors who've been over-prescribing. Well, one of our friends, and I call him a friend because he's watched what's been going on in Florida for a long time, lives right up the road in Winter Park. My guest today is author Rick Van Warner. And he's written a new book on pills and needles, The Relentless Fight to Save My Son from Opioid Addiction. And by the way, if you've missed the first part of this, you can go to our website at letstalkfaith.com. Or on am930theanswer.com, um, am1380 um, the biz, all of the frequencies uh, that I'm on today, you can catch that on our podcast pages as well as downloaded. So I wanted to bring Rick back just for a couple of minutes, and that is um, why is it important for us, when I say us, whether we have a son or daughter or a grandson or granddaughter, but our community, this, this drug is so pervasive and it's it's access it's not an expensive deal we have an emergency here we've got an, a, a real epidemic and it's going to destroy some kids lives just sound the call of why everyone should be focused on this uh, in their daily life because it's everywhere and it's and it's it's you know teens and young adults are disproportionately impacted but it's impacting people of all ages it's it's uh it's not just a young problem, but it's a it's a major problem. Uh, there's more people died in 2017 from either prescription pill or heroin overdose than we lost in the entire Vietnam War number of soldiers. You stop and think about that for a minute, and it really puts a effect on the on the face of what is America's leading cause now of accidental death more than heart attack more than car accidents. So the problem is, is because of the stigma around this issue, it's it's often in the shadows, and, and there's nobody marching in the street about this, and they would be if, any, if we had the numbers dying from pretty much any other problem. So I think it's mostly the, the one thing I would say to anyone who doesn't know about this, anyone going through this, don't try to go it alone. And that's really my mission is to just get this out of the shadows because I think getting it into the light is the first step in addressing it. But, a lot, you know, if you're a family going through this, seek the support of your church, of your of your friends, of Naranon and other similar groups. But don't try to go it alone. Uh, who cares about this stigma? Our job is to keep our loved ones alive. Mm. Now, you have uh, you have traveled the road 
uh, Rick, uh, with um, your son and not only your family and his siblings. And uh, this is one of the success stories, plenty of other non-success stories, including death. So just how is, uh, after this long journey, how is Tommy doing today? And the way that this has impacted every member of your family over this long journey of ups and downs, uh, give us an update on Tommy as well as your family. Well, Tommy is doing super right now. He's doing very, very well. He's he's healthy. He's he's happy. He's holding down a job, um, and he has returned to you know the sensitive, funny, you know, great great young man that he is. Um, but we have no illusions that this is over. You know, when you're dealing with this with this uh, issue, it is a lifelong struggle, and it's something that could. You know, always recur. The rest of the family, we've come through this. We've learned a lot. It's been been difficult and hard on us all, um, even to the point where my wife is a breast cancer survivor, which took place in the middle of all this, probably wow. stress-related. Wow. Stress mm. However, at this stage, everybody, uh, my other three children are all doing fantastic, and you know, we've survived, and I think that's the message I'm trying to to get out there. It is possible to survive and the and the thing that helped Tommy and our family survive more than anything else was our unconditional love and acceptance and and just refusal to ever give up. Mm. Well, the book is uh, on pills and needles, the relent the relentless fight to save my son from opioid addiction. Rick Van Warren has been my guest. If you'd like to connect with Rick on Facebook, you can go to facebook.com/ R. Van Warner, that's R-V-A-N-W-A-R-N-E-R. If you want to connect with him, uh, maybe you're going through a similar situation or maybe you'd like to come and have him speak. He's right here in uh, Central Florida with us. That's Facebook forward slash R. Van Warner. And uh, with that, uh, Rick Van Warner, thank you for being uh, so transparent. And uh, I join you in hoping that... uh, we can figure out what are the responsible ways to combat this epidemic and uh, also in a way that um, uh, we we do it um, not only for the victims but for the families and to keep God in the center of that. But with that, uh, thanks so much for being with us today. Thank you so much. God bless, my friend. Again, highly recommend the book on pins and needles, the relentless fight to save my son from opioid addiction, author Rick Van Warner. Coming up in a moment, Hour 2 of the Bill Bunkley Show over on Fate Talk 570 and 910 and 102.1 FM in Lakeland. For those of you on our answer stations and on the biz, uh, we bid you farewell, but got a whole other hour coming up. You want to keep it here and keep it local. Bill Bunkley here. Have a great evening for those that are leaving. Attention, Hydrolyze is currently seeking participants with dark circles and puffy eyes. If you have dark circles or bags under your eyes, whether they are due to fatigue, your diet, or simply aging, you are eligible to participate in a Hydrolyze trial. Hydrolyze was introduced to address the visible signs of aging to the delicate skin around your eyes and has been shown to visibly erase dark circles and bags. To find out how you can try Hydrolyze free for 30 days and participate in the Hydrolyze trial, call 1-800-396-5826. 
Fragile capillaries under the eyes can leak, allowing blood to pool beneath the skin like a dark, ugly bruise. But now you can join the thousands of people who have seen these signs of under-eye aging literally fade away. Participate in this risk-free trial by calling today. If you're serious about getting rid of dark circles or bags under your eyes, you're eligible to participate today and experience results risk-free with Hydrolyze. Call this number today, 1-800-396-5826. Once more, that's 1-800-396-5826. Faith Talk 570 WTBN Pinellas Park. Online at letstalkfaith.com. A service of the Salem Media Group. Breaking news this hour from townhall.com. I'm Keith Peters. House Speaker Paul Ryan is defending the House Intelligence Committee's vote to release a top-secret memo alleging bias at the FBI and Department of Justice. Ryan says lawmakers are performing legitimate oversight. This memo is not indictment of the FBI, of the Department of Justice. Uh, It does not impugn uh, the Mueller investigation or the deputy attorney general. But if there is wrongdoing... It is our job as congressional overseers to bring people to account so that it doesn't happen again. Meanwhile, Ryan says a call by Democratic leaders to replace Devin Nunes as head of the Intel Committee is politics. Capitol Hill correspondent Wally Hines. White House officials say President Trump will clear the way for the publication of the memo despite objections from the FBI. Two students were shot and wounded, one critically inside a Los Angeles middle school classroom Thursday morning, and police arrested a female student believed to be 12 years old. Los Angeles Police Department Deputy Chief Robert Arcos says police are questioning the girl. I'm not sure about the exact age yet, but it is a female, and there was a question earlier if it had occurred in the the classroom, and yes, it did occur in a classroom. The shooting happened just before 9 a.m. at Salvador B. Castro Middle School, west of the city's downtown. The American Heart Association says women should consider carefully the risks and benefits of any breast cancer therapies that may hurt hearts. Dr. Loxmi Mehta says despite the new risks of heart issues, it's important that breast cancer patients get treated. There's some potential side effects from the treatment um, and having those conversations with their oncologists about what's the best treatment for them and uh, what kind of monitoring will or will not or need to be done for their heart. And then what kinds of things can they do to improve their breast health and their heart health? On Wall Street, the Dow by 37 points to 26,187. The NASDAQ dropped 26 and the S&P 500 lower by two. More on these stories at townhall.com. Do you owe more than $10,000 to the IRS? Are you facing potential wage garnishments, levies, or tax liens? With a call to the Attorney's Tax Relief Helpline, you can get the tax help you need through special programs that can reduce your liability by thousands of dollars. Pick up your mobile phone and dial star star 1234. Yes, that's right. Pick up your mobile phone and dial star star 1234. Once you've qualified and enrolled, the IRS will stop all collection activities against you. Attorneys Tax Relief has been helping consumers reduce their debt and are trusted and accredited by the Better Business Bureau. Again, on your mobile phone, dial star star 1234. That's star star 1234. If you owe the IRS $10,000 or more, call Attorneys Tax Relief now and get free information and to see if you qualify. You can fix this, but don't wait any longer. Pick up your mobile phone and dial star star 1234. That's star star 1234. Mitt Romney says he'll make an announcement in two weeks about whether he plans to run for the U.S. Senate. 
correspondent Linda Kenyon has the story. The former Republican presidential nominee and former governor of Massachusetts says he will make his decision known on February 15th. Mitt Romney, who now lives in Utah, is expected to say he will run for the Senate in a bid to replace retiring Utah Republican Senator Orrin Hatch. Hatch himself has offered encouraging words about Romney's potential candidacy. Should he decide to run, Romney is widely viewed as favored to win the seat. Romney made public the timeline for his announcement today via Twitter. Sears Holdings Corporation says it has secured loans for a total of $210 million as the ailing retailer continues to prop up its business. The operators of Sears and Kmart stores says it secured loans through its chairman Eddie Lampert's fund, ESL Investment, and other sources. That's according to a government filing. News and analysis at townhall.com. I'm Keith Peters. President Trump used a speech before GOP lawmakers in West Virginia Thursday to give them a pep talk. The president says Republicans don't quit. Because if we did, we wouldn't be here today. We'd be sitting home saying, boy, that was a tough year. Instead of that was one of the greatest years in the history of politics, in the history of our country for a party, what we've done and what we've accomplished. I don't think it's been done, and certainly uh, not by much. President Trump says Democrats seem to want the GOP to fail, as seen by their failure to cheer during the State of the Union address when he said the African-American employment rate is at a record low. There was zero movement from the Democrats. They sat there, stone cold, no smile, no applause. You would have thought that on that one they would have sort of at least clapped a little bit. Mr. Trump also urged the passage of his immigration framework that's been lambasted by Democrats. He was pessimistic about any compromise. More on these stories at townhall.com. This hour of the Bill Bunkley Show is sponsored by EDI Travel. Christ demands first place. There's no room on the throne of your heart for two gods. This is the Bill Bunkley Show on Faith Talk 570 and 910 WTBN. Our rights come from nature and God and not from government. History will record with the greatest astonishment that those who had the most to lose did the least to prevent its happening. Phone lines are open in Hillsboro, 813-287-5700 or toll free 1-877-943-9673. As for me and my house, we've already made a decision. We are going to serve the Lord. And that's a decision that every single person here tonight has to make. You either have to decide that you're going to serve the gods of materialism all around, or the true and the living God. And now, the president of the Florida Ethics and Religious Liberties Commission. Here's Bill Bunkley. Good afternoon and welcome to this Thursday edition of the Bill Bunkley Show. And uh, I have uh, made my way back from <clears throat> the state capitol in Tallahassee to our Tampa studios. Uh, kind of uh, kind of uh, unexpected, but expected. But uh, if you were tuned in to our program yesterday, you might have uh, caught the fact that I was having a little cough here and there. That progressed on to uh, a little bit of a funny feeling in my throat about 8 o'clock, so I scampered on up to uh, to the neighborhood Walmart and got some Thermoflu and um, got me a, a throat spray. Cherry flavor, by the way, since, uh, since a lot of you like to put that kind of stuff on Facebook. I just do live Facebook here, you know. I bought some, bought some cherry sore throat spray. But anyway, um, slept at the hotel. Probably never a good place to stay when you're not feeling good. And woke up this morning and 
I had a full morning, but uh, I could tell already that uh, I was going to uh, I was going to call battle stations because uh, do all I can to keep this thing tamed back. So, um, talk a little bit in a moment about what's happened in Tallahassee this morning. But I did uh, hop in the old Bunkley Mobile and uh, headed south. Um, did not want to think about the prospect of uh, completing our show tonight and driving back tonight. Kind of the way I was feeling. It was good to have. It's good to have a lot of sunlight out there because I I wouldn't want to, you know, kind of doze off on the way home and then have a real story to tell you on this uh, Thursday afternoon. We're delighted to have you with us. Um, coming up during uh, this hour, going to have some commentary here for a few moments. Then coming up uh, quarter past the hour or so, we're going to take you uh, into um, our second full day of uh, travel with EDI and want to invite you to consider going with us uh, on our pilgrimage to uh, both Israel and Jordan. Going to be departing on May 31st and um, you can review the entire uh, awesome itinerary by going to letstalkfaith.com, letstalkfaith.com. Right under my picture on the landing page, you'll see uh, Bill Bunkley's uh, 10-day pilgrimage. Hey, click on that and uh, I want you to uh, consider that and consider the fact that we've brought this thing in at a remarkable and amazing price for 2018. Ten days all-inclusive, four- and five-star hotels, nice places, air-conditioned modern tour bus with Wi-Fi, uh, three meals a day and all entry fees to the attractions, et cetera, et cetera. We brought it in at $3,965 uh, double occupancy per person. Uh, that is, uh, as uh, as they say in the South, people who do barbecue, that's a smoking deal. But anyway, uh, all seriousness, it's going to be a great pilgrimage. And I will be uh, taking you to um, sites uh, in uh, Israel uh, in the past, present, and future, a theme of the trip. Uh, we're going to discuss and I'm going to show you first person some of the geopolitical sites that you will not see on other tours, on regular tours. And we're going to not only let you be filled with the, the biblical perspective of Israel, but also where are they at now and what does the future hold, especially as we overlay Ezekiel, overlay the revelation on what we believe is going to be happening. And, of course, on this tour, we will take you to places uh, kind of different than most tours. We'll take you to places where events are going to happen, not just places where things have happened. So we'll have that interview coming up in just a moment. Then we'll have an encore presentation, bottom of the hour, my discussion with author Michael P. Foley. He wrote uh, the book, The Politically Incorrect Guide to Christianity, and that's uh, one of our books from Regnery, and um, we'll have a chance to bring that encore presentation to you. And the reason why we're doing that, um, as I was communicating with um, our producer, the one, the only Mike Miracle, I was pretty sure that if I was just going to talk for two hours, I was not going to be able to go the distance. So uh, we put together uh, some live elements as long, uh, along with some uh, uh, pre-recorded elements uh, for your listening pleasure this afternoon. Hey, we do have some breaking news out of Detroit uh, just to bring you up to date. Uh, Fox News is reporting that uh, apparently there was a planned killing spree in Detroit. Two people were killed today in Detroit after police said a gunman launched a planned killing spree, opening fire at two separate businesses. Uh, now, the suspect has not been named, but he is in police custody. Uh, 
Um, one person was shot and killed at a trucking business around 10.30 this morning after the suspect walked in with a semi-automatic weapon and started shooting, according to investigators. Police said the subject then held a gun to a truck driver's head, stole his semi-truck, and drove off. Then about an hour later, a second person was also fatally shot at a second business in Pontiac, Michigan. Um, and so I uh, want to keep uh, those folks in our thoughts and prayers. But uh, random random violence in, in America, just, uh, just, uh, just something that uh, we probably wouldn't even imagine, what, 34 years ago. Well, this morning before I left uh, Tallahassee, um, I was up early uh, over at the uh, House side of the Capitol at the Judiciary Committee. I had arrived early wanting to support one of our local House members, uh, Ross Spano, a local House member from uh, Brandon, member of Bell Shoals Baptist Church, also uh, has announced that he would uh, like to serve as your Attorney General. Um, as you know, we've been focusing in a lot on human trafficking, and uh, he has House Bill 167, uh, which is a bill that deals with the victims of human trafficking, again, doing more to help these, these folks who have been in the midst of it. And then uh, House Bill 169, and that was a trust fund that was going to be set up <coughs> for that as well. We arrived this morning at the committee uh, only to be uh, given an announcement by the um, – the uh, committee chair, that uh, those two bills were not going to be heard today. But I want to call your attention um, on this issue. I happened to notice that uh, this afternoon there was a a story posted at Newswatch 8, and it's a tragic story from right here in Tampa. Uh, Here's the headline. Woman sold as sex slave on Tampa streets at age 10 is now helping others to survive. When you read this story, it is compelling indeed. And um, human trafficking and uh, to understand that this, this, this testimony from Eddie Ray, as she says, it's not overseas. It's here in the United States. It's in Florida, and it's right here in Tampa. She, at age 10, was victimized by her mother's boyfriend. And um, I'll let you read that article itself. In fact, maybe we'll try and get her if we can... She, she'll do some radio interviews. That'd be good as well. So those two bills this morning I was going to support um, didn't come off. Then I'm monitoring the bill that's got all the headlines. You might have seen the headlines that the Senate passed a bill yesterday uh, forbidding marriage in Florida. Well, that's kind of what they did. Forbidding anyone under the age of 18 from getting married. That hit the headlines yesterday. That passed a committee in the Florida Senate. This morning, I was uh, also in the in this House Judiciary Committee meeting. I'm monitoring the companion bill for that. It's Marriage of Minors by Representative Nunez, who is a speaker pro tem. Uh, that is House Bill 335. Now, in the House, that bill got amended um, to allow certain situations very tightly crafted uh, of a 16- and a 17-year-old. But, uh, again, we're not supporting that legislation. We're not opposing it from the Florida Ethics and Religious Liberty Commission. We're just simply monitoring as it goes through the process. And then the uh, the bill that would allow churches and folks who have qualified for concealed weapons to be able to protect those churches, whether there's a school there or not on the campus, uh, that is House Bill 1419 by the new state rep from Plant City, Mr. McClure. 
And um, we were there supporting uh, that bill this morning as well. And then before leaving in the Senate Rules Committee, um, the companion bill to that firearms bill that Mr. McClure uh, successfully got uh, passed out of judiciary uh, in the Rules Committee on the other side of the Capitol complex, the same bill, uh, 1048 by Senator Dennis Baxley, supported that bill. And uh, as we were talking about the, uh, as I mentioned during the first hour, or actually mentioned during the last, the end of the last hour, um, Senate Bill 8 has to do with reining in the prescriptions and other abuses on the opioid. It's uh, it's called the Controlled Substance Bill by Senator Elizabeth Benequisto from down uh, on the west coast of Florida, Naples, Fort Myers area. Uh, we support that bill as well. And then, as I said earlier, that was about all I could do. And I have been focusing on, uh, uh, you know, when you're sick, there's no place like uh, being home in your home hacienda uh, in your own bed and uh, so uh, i praise the lord thank the lord this afternoon as i was asking him to give me favor and grace to be able to make it back here so let me tell you what we're going to be doing in just a moment uh, again you have my personal invitation to take a look and uh, we'd really like you to join mrs bunkley i and zach as we depart on may 31st heading to israel 10 days We'll talk about the second day with historian and our in-country host, Boaz Shalgi with EDI Travel. That's coming up in just a moment. And then, bottom of the hour, going into the home stretch of the program, encore presentation of an author I had a chance to speak with a few days ago, Michael P. Foley, The Politically Incorrect Guide to Christianity. We'll have an encore presentation for that as well. So, goes without saying, my prayer warriors out there, if you will pray that God will touch me and uh, heal me and uh, restore me back to health. Uh, I am uh, believing in him to do that. And uh, we had a, we have a trail life weekend this weekend to make some decisions on. But uh, anyway, love you guys and appreciate uh, all your support. More of the Bill Bunkley show coming up in just a few moments. Don't touch that dial. I'll be right back here. Ladies, between career, family, friends, and church, there's barely time to breathe. How about we take a break for a night out? Faith Talks Ladies Night Out is coming up Thursday, March 22nd at Bell Shoals Baptist Church in Brandon with Christian comedian Leslie Norris Townsend. Maybe it's just my husband or just some, he just hates to wash the clothes. But he loves to wash the car. Laugh out loud with several hundred of your BFFs. Do you know what I do? I put all of his dirty underwear in the rag pile by the car. Come early for a ladies' expo featuring shopping, giveaways, desserts, and light hors d'oeuvres with food trucks on hand ready to satisfy your appetite for fun. Faith Talks Ladies' Night Out with Leslie Norris Townsend, Thursday, March 22nd from 5 to 9 at Bell Shoals Baptist Church. Last year's event sold out, so get your tickets early. Tickets and information at letstalkfaith.com. That's letstalkfaith.com. Mr. Sparky, we're on time, you'll see. Mr. Sparky, all your repair is free. There's only one reason to be excited about Taco Tuesdays. Tacos. Now you have 59 reasons to get excited about Wednesdays. When you book an appointment for Wednesdays with Mr. Sparky, you'll save 59 bucks off the service fee for your visit. That's right, on Wednesdays you can get the weekend honeydew list done, and there's no charge for the service call with Mr. Sparky. You just pay for installation repairs and necessary parts. Call 888-8-SPARKY. 
Proud to be an American? My husband, Dominic, and I thank God we are. I'm Lois Falconetti of Dominic's Blinds and Decor. We sell American-made, not like our competitors. We're a Hunter Douglas dealer, which gives a lifetime warranty. We do repairs and at-home drapery cleaning. Tell us you're a veteran, first responder, or proud American. We'll give a donation to St. Jude. See us at Clark & McIntosh or call 922-2345. Remember, Dominic's Blinds, American-made, not from China. Here's some great news. If you missed the deadline to sign up for health insurance, or more importantly, if you signed up for a plan that you're just not happy with, you still have a choice. It's called MediShare. MediShare is a Christian healthcare sharing program that's been around for 25 years, and they have hundreds of thousands of members all across the country. And get this, over the years, MediShare members have shared more than $1 billion of each other's medical bills. Best of all, you could save a lot of money with MediShare. The typical savings for a family is about 500 bucks a month. Your savings could be more or less, but think about what you could do with that extra money. Think you're stuck with a high-cost health plan that doesn't have a lot to offer? Well, think again. You can join MediShare anytime, so call them today and check it out. Here's the number to find out more, and there's no pressure. They're super easy to talk to. 844-41-BIBLE. That's 844-41-BIBLE. 844-41-B-I-B-L-E. Saturday afternoons at 4.30. Join Pastor John Couch for This Day in the Word. He says, if you really want to run hard after me, lay everything on your altar and put your Isaac on the altar and back away and say, God, this is your deal. This is for your praise and your glory, man. I'm all about you. I'm in. This Day in the Word with Pastor John Couch. Saturday afternoons at 4.30. On Faith Talk 570 WTBN, online at letstalkfaith.com. We're back. Bill Bunkley here and uh, want to talk a little bit about our upcoming pilgrimage to both uh, Israel and Jordan. Joining me in studio is a very good friend of Mrs. Bunkley, Zach and I. And, of course, that's Boaz Shalgi, uh, who is the owner of EDI Travel. And, uh, boy, I tell you what, I'm just so excited about all the friends that Boaz has made here in the Bay Area. Certainly been a, a huge supporter of our annual Pastors Appreciation Day for our Faith Talk stations. And uh, today... He's here to talk about uh, day number four. If you haven't heard, uh, got a great opportunity for you to take that pilgrimage of a lifetime, the trip of a lifetime, 10 days to Israel and Jordan. It's Bill Bunkley's tour, the pilgrimage there, past, present, and future. If you got a pencil there, mark your calendars for May 31st. We'll be flying out of Tampa that afternoon. We're going to be heading out on uh, United up to Newark. Going to take a nonstop flight from Newark into Tel Aviv. Coming back the same way. And I'm so excited because not only are we doing Israel, we're doing Jordan. And we've been able to bring the price in and and get ready for this all-inclusive. We're talking about tax, tips, transfers, everything. Everything's all-inclusive. 
10 days round trip, $3,965. And I tell you, when you get a chance to look at our itinerary, which I invite you to do by going to letstalkfaith.com, letstalkfaith.com, click on the link for uh, Bill Bunkley's pilgrimage. Look at that itinerary. Look how much that we have included. And by the way, my pilgrimages, uh, though we're going to be taking in all the, the 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 customary historical sites important to both the Old and the New Testament, the tour is called Past, Present, and Future because we're going to show you uh, some things and we're going to have some briefings about the geopolitical situation as well. We know that biblical prophecy has a lot to say about what we believe to be uh, eventually armies coming from the north, uh, what's going to be happening in the book of Revelation. Well, you've read about this for years. We're going to take you to the south, going to take you to the north. And when you get a chance to check out this itinerary at letstalkfaith.com and realize we're doing all of that, four and five star hotels, absolutely modern air conditioned tour buses in Israel. You can uh, post those pictures. You can communicate back and forth. We have Wi-Fi on the buses. Truly incredible price for a truly incredible experience. So go right now to letstalkfaith.com to check out the itinerary. If you'd like to call us, that number is 813-515-1510. That's 813-515-1510. Love to get that information to you. First of all, Boaz, good to have you with us again today, and we're excited about this second year to spend with you. Yeah, I'm excited too, and looking forward to an amazing tour again in Israel. All right. Now, we're picking it up. And by the way, if you missed uh, day number three, uh, you can go ahead and go to our podcast, uh, letstalkfaith.com podcast, and you can have a chance to hear about day number three. But now we're talking about day number four of our trip to Israel. We've actually traveled from Tel Aviv down to the Red Sea. We're staying there in a marvelous four- and five-star hotel uh, there on the northern shores of the Red Sea, northern area of the northern town there then we're going to cross over the border from israel into jordan get into another a bus quite frankly a jordanian bus on that side of it and uh, we're going to be heading to petra now petra is just a phenomenal place some of you may remember it from um, i think it's installment number four of uh, the Indiana Jones uh, series. But this is the land that was inhabited by the Nabataeans just off the, the famous north-south tra- north, uh, trading road that came from Israel all the way up, fr- from Egypt, I should say, all the way up through Israel, Syria, uh, into modern-day Turkey. What are we going to see when we get to Petra? Oh, Petra is uh, one of the wonders of the world, as you know, Bill. It is so amazing. Uh, first of all, we'll be walking for about 20, 25 minutes in this amazing canyon, and then we'll get to the uh, to the end of the canyon, and right in front of us is this beautiful, amazing shrine that was carved into the rock over there, the red rock, uh, as they call it, and, uh, and that's Petra, as you mentioned. That's a city that was uh, built by the Nabataeans about 2,500 years ago, and to see it intact today is just unbelievable. And to, again, you know, connect that with all the stories uh, of the Bible, the Israelites coming from Egypt, eventually having to go through Edom. This is the land of the Edomites. And then to Moab and then to the Promised Land, it all connects with the same story. So a lot of Bible, but also very impressive to simply see it. 
Mm. Now, I want to just take a moment because not only are you trained as all of the others, um, you know, leading a tour in Israel, the, the, the nation of Israel takes that very serious, very rigorous training for anyone who's going to be a guide. But you've also gone beyond that because not only do you have that training, but you have training as a historian. And uh, one of the 12 tribes, I think you have a, a little bit of a connection to. Tell us about that. Yes, uh, we uh, discovered that a few years ago that we're actually from the tribe of Levi. And that is something that brought so much pride you know, to our family. We did not know that for years because when my family was deported, uh, in Spain, they changed their name not to be identified as Jewish people as they migrated to the East. But after many years of research, my mom traced it back and realized that we're actually from the tribe of Levi. So we are very proud of that. Mm. And then when we go into Petra and uh, we look at this area, of course, not only is Petra part of uh, ancient history, and I want to bring a little bit something about the, the Magi and the Christmas story, but we also know in Revelation, a lot of scholars believe that when the Israelites, as this prophecy unfolds, many believe that some of the Israelites from uh, Jerusalem will actually flee to Petra for safety. Talk about that. Yep, the, um, what we think we understand from the book of uh, Revelation is that when, when the war will start, many of the Jewish people will flee from the, the mountains, from the Jerusalem area, from Hebron and Bethlehem area, down to, uh, to, uh, to Petra. And um, this is, in a way, a closure to uh, a story that started already thousands of years ago when the Babylonians destroyed Jerusalem and the temple and the priests, some say, took the Ark of the Covenant with them and went the same direction. So it's very interesting. Mm. And know that as you're listening to Boaz here on our program this afternoon, you'll, if you listen to each of our installments, we are uh, talking about a different day of my pilgrimage to Israel and Jordan, and we'll be showcasing uh, one of those each week. You'll hear uh, how knowledgeable Boaz is and realize that with Boaz being with us on our air-conditioned travel bus, uh, available for questions while we're going from point A to point B, available for questions when we're at each of these locations, I will tell you that um, to have the opportunity, for, especially for those who have read your Bible year after year after year, and maybe you've never had an opportunity to go to Israel, uh, you, you will just, you will understand why we say, everyone says, come to Israel, you'll never be the same again. But I also want to tell you that, for instance, uh, I know there's some folks that with us uh, were on us uh, on last year's pilgrimage for the first time. They also understand that uh, going a second time, once you've sort of gone through the the first overwhelming day after day after day of all of these things that you have witnessed, many people go back for a second tour uh, like we're doing uh, here, departing on May 31st, because you can dig a little bit deeper. That's why I wanted to just take a moment right here to tell you that our resource, Boaz Shaggy, who will be with us on this trip, what a tremendous opportunity. Uh, he's very, very helpful and um, to, to those coming for the first time. But for those of you that want to dig deeper and want to ask those questions that you know to ask because you went the first time, this is a, an excellent follow-up trip. So want to remind you right now, if you're by your home or office PC, go to uh, our website, letstalkfaith.com. That's letstalkfaith.com. Right there, you'll see the link. 
Uh, click on the link for the Bill Bunkley pilgrimage to both uh, Israel and Jordan. And this is the past, present, and future tour. Right there, you can check out all of the absolutely astounding aspects of our itinerary. It is jam-packed. Four- and five-star hotels, air-conditioned motor coach with Wi-Fi, unbelievable way to come in to experience Israel. Then you can also see what a fantastic price, $3,965. You will be hard-pressed in 2018 to match up the itinerary of what we're doing. And by the way, everything's included. Tipping, taxes, entry fees, everything's all inclusive. And when you, quite frankly, look at a, a lot of wonderful people that are going and providing marvelous opportunities, I want to tell you, this is uh, so incredibly uh, competitive, and you know that I keep up with the current events of what's happening in Israel. And so when we get into the some of the geopolitical, in addition to all the historical sites, you're going to be seeing things that are not seen on a regular trip to Israel and Jordan. And uh, I want to invite you to come along and be with us. Now, as we're wrapping up our segment today on day number four, this is uh, the day Sunday that um, we're going to be there in Petra, we're also going to be having a chance to see a wadi. Now, first of all, Boaz, tell us what a wadi is and then why this particular wadi is just, is just uh, something to see. Wadi is a dry riverbed, and there's many of them uh, in, in the Middle East. But uh, one that is on the scale and size of Wadi Rum is not something you see every day. It's an amazing wadi. And what we can also see over there is the Bedouins, the nomads. That's where they live. And so, you know, to, to, to think how people lived back then, thousands of years ago, we are able to see them today. They're genuine people. They're not coming to perform for us. That's where they live. And if time permits, we may even be able to have a camel ride over there as an option. So that's going to be the last thing we do on the Petra Day before returning back to Eilat. And what's important is, is that to understand as the Israelites were in the desert for those 40 years, when we're in this region, we want to get out. We want to experience the dryness. We want to experience the temperature. And quite frankly, when you've seen the picture of the Bedouins, you may think that that is something that, uh, you know, uh, went away with modern technology years ago. No, 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 no. So we're going to take you into a region to where you're actually going to be able to to see this. You'll be able to take some photographs from afar, and they are actually living the way they have lived for thousands of years. Now, as we wrap up this segment, uh, talking about day number four, as we come back through our checkpoint there uh, north of a lot between Jordan and Israel, we're going to get on our motor coach, and uh, we're going to be heading north, and it won't be long before we start seeing the southern end of the Dead Sea. And uh, though we're going to be talking about that in our next segment, I just want to tell you, for many of you, when you see that Dead Sea for the first time and realize you're at the lowest point there on Earth and uh, heading up to our hotel at the Dead Sea, that's pretty phenomenal. I think that's one of the highlight uh, areas to just see by, by bus, isn't it? Oh, yeah. It's beautiful. Driving along the uh, the Jordan Valley, seeing Jordan on one side, Israel on the other side. And like you see, said, at one point we hit the Dead Sea which is uh, one of the wonders of the world. That, that's, that's amazing. That's a beautiful ride, yeah. Mm. And what's interesting is you're going to see a couple of wonders. You'll see the Dead Sea, and then in our next installment, as we move into day number five, which will be Monday, June the 4th, 
We'll talk about another wonder, and that is Masada. But if you're just joining us, hey, this is your invitation to join Bill Bunkley, Tony Bunkley, my wife, and Zach Bunkley as we are hosting our 2018 pilgrimage to the Holy Land and Jordan. We're going to be departing on May 31st um, and returning on June the 9th. If you'd like to find out more, you can go to our website, letstalkfaith.com, letstalkfaith.com. Check out the itinerary by checking on the link for the pilgrimage. Realizing that all of this, all-inclusive, airfare and everything, $3,965, phenomenal price. To find out more, call us at 813-515-1510. That's 813-515-1510. Boaz Shalgi, thanks for being with us and look forward to our next conversation about the next day of our trip. Thanks so much for hosting me and looking forward to uh, seeing you again in June. Amen. This is the latest from SRN News. With SRN News, I'm Keith Peters in Washington. White House officials say President Trump will clear the way for the publication of a controversial GOP author memo despite objections from the FBI and Democrats. The memo was prepared by Republicans on the House Intelligence Committee and is said to allege misconduct by the FBI in its investigation of potential ties between Russia and President Trump's 2016 presidential campaign. The contentious tax bill is beginning to deliver a change that many will welcome bigger paychecks. Workers are beginning to see some extra take-home pay as employers implement new IRS withholding guidelines, which dictate how much employers withhold from pay for federal taxes. On Wall Street, a mixed day as the Dow was up by 37 points to close at 26,187. The Nasdaq Composite Index lower by 26 and the S&P 500 down by 2. More details at srnnews.com. Bill Bunkley here with a personal invitation to join me and my family on our 2018 10-day pilgrimage to Israel and Jordan. Be a part of this year's 70th anniversary marking Israel's statehood. Our tour host is renowned historian and EDI travel president Boaz Shalgi. Travel to Petra, the Dead Sea, Jericho, the Sea of Galilee, Nazareth, Bethlehem, Jerusalem, and much more. See where end times will unfold and visit custom locations gaining insight into Jesus geopolitical issues facing Israel today. The all-inclusive price is just $3,965 per person, double occupancy. For just $3,965, you'll receive round-trip airfare from Tampa, four- and five-star hotels, Wi-Fi-equipped motor coach, three meals daily, all taxes and tips. For more information, go to letstalkfaith.com or call us 813-515-1510. That's 813-515-1510. Hey, Dan, can you believe it's our 10-year anniversary of getting a great night's sleep? I know, Trina. For 10 years, ZQuiet has been helping couples like us kick snoring out of bed. Think of the millions of lives we've changed. And that all happened years before other snoring companies showed up on the scene. ZQuiet really started a revolution. Hi, we're Dan and Trina. As the founders of ZQuiet, people often ask what sets us apart from the competition. It's easy. Snoring was our problem, and we know what night after night of snoring does to a relationship, visit GetZQuiet.com. 
Z-Quiet was developed to treat my snoring, and we realized there were other couples that were desperate for a simple and effective solution. We're so proud that Z-Quiet has become America's trusted name in snoring solutions. Get Z-Quiet and kick snoring out of bed forever. Get $20 off the regular price when you text SLEEP to 246810 or go to GetZQuiet.com. Text SLEEP to 246810 or go to com and get $20 off today. The next time you could use a pick-me-up, head over to Godvine.com for uplifting and inspirational videos that you'll truly love. Join the millions of Christians from around the world who watch and share Godvine videos each day. They know that Godvine videos are specially chosen to bring joy and share the love of God and the wonder of His creations. For the very best Christian videos, visit us today at Godvine.com. Know the truth with Pastor Philip DeCourcy. His freedom was limited. He ends up in prison. His life is cut short. But that's okay. When you're a forerunner, it's all about preparing the way, clearing the way, and getting out of the way. You're expendable. It's okay to be a link in a chain of God-given reactions. Weekday mornings at 9.30 on Faith Talk 570 WTBN. Online at letstalkfaith.com. If you know Alexa, you know she's quick with a joke. What starts with an E, but only has a single letter in it? An envelope. Or an encouraging compliment. You always know how to find that silver lining. But best of all, you can listen to Alexa to listen to us. Welcome to Faith Talk Tampa. Just tell Alexa, enable Faith Talk Tampa skill. And boom, there you go. Welcome to Faith Talk Tampa. On air, online, and using Alexa. Faith Talk 570. You are love. Yes, you are loved, and uh, that is the message uh, of our Lord and Savior, Jesus Christ. And um, tell you what, he's waiting at the door of your heart today if you want to um, spend some time with him and ask him to be the Lord of your life. Well, interesting, interesting. You've probably heard of all of the politically incorrect guides that have been published in recent years. Now we have a special one dedicated to those of us who are followers of Christ. That's right. We're going to talk about a new book I'm recommending, The Politically Incorrect Guide to Christianity, Why It's True, Why It Matters, and Why It's Good for You. My special guest today is Michael P. Foley, author of the new book. Michael was born and raised in Southern California, went to school in Northern California, and did his graduate work at Boston College, where he earned his doctorate in Catholic theology. Foley taught for three years at Notre Dame and took a job in the Great Text at Baylor University, where he's lived for the past 12 years with his wife and his, two, his, his six children. Previous works includes uh, Drinking with the Saints, The Sinner's Guide to the Happy Hour, <laughs> Ever Ancient, uh, Ever New, Reminations on the City, the Soul, and the Church, Wedding Rites, Complete Guide, Traditional Vows, Music, Ceremonies, Blessings, Interfaith Services. Also a translation of St. Augustine's Confessions and the popular Why Do Catholics Eat Fish on Friday? Well, we love our Catholic brethren here on the Bill Bunkley Show. And with that, Michael Foley, good to have you with us today. 
Good to be here. Thank you so much. So tell us, incorrect, I think anybody listening probably knows that at the culture at large, this may not be as impactful as some of the other books uh, with the same title, because for a lot of people, we've been incorrect a long time, right? Oh, we absolutely have, and that's why we need a book to set the record straight. We seem to be, as Christians, increasingly under the uh, scrutiny of the, the secular left and the secular culture. We seem to allow ourselves to be defined by others, and then for many of us, uh, we're a little bit silent in the mode of following Christ's teachings of, of a turn the other cheek. Talk a little bit about uh, how your book comes it comes up against those uh, on the outside who would like to define us, and your work uh, helps to take that stage and say, no, let us define ourselves. Talk about that. Exactly. So I hope that there's something in the book for everyone, even lifelong learned Christians. The first half of the book goes over the basic beliefs of Christians, especially in the sort of uh, mere Christianity C.S. Lewis uh, mold of things. And then after that, in the second half, I answer some of the accusations that the secular left makes against Christians these days. I wanted to give Christians some ammunition, or at least a good defense against these accusations. Hmm. Michael Foley, everybody knows that um, in Christendom, uh, men are dominant over women, that uh, men insist on women taking a second seat and uh, women don't have a voice, and they're not involved. They're certainly not equal. Um, what about that? Is that something that uh, is uh, part of uh, your incorrect guide? Absolutely. One of the things that I explain in the book is that from the very beginning, Christianity has affirmed the spiritual equality of the sexes. Both men and women have equal dignity and an equal vocation or calling to holiness. Now, it's true that St. Paul also says that wives are to be subordinate to their husband, but it's very important to understand that the Christian idea of subordination does not imply sub, uh, inferiority or slavery of any kind. What it simply refers to is a division of labor in the family where different people are part of the same team, but they're just playing different positions. And if you're joining me, uh, my guest this afternoon has written a brand new book. Uh, it's The Politically Incorrect Guide to Christianity. Michael Foley is joining me this afternoon. Now, I want to ask a question rhetorically of my office, uh, my, my office, my audience, and I'll give them a second to reflect. For my audience, here's the question. When you think of an angel, I want you to think for a minute. Don't, don't drive off the road. Tell me what is the image that comes before your mind? What is in your mind? Picture your famous angel, your, your most personal angel. Now, the reason why I say that is, um, uh, Michael Foley, at, at my home church several years ago, um, we have our Christmas presentation, and uh, we had a scene with, with uh, one of the major chief angels, and uh, it so happened that the role was filled by one of our very accomplished bass soloists, uh, who's a guy. And mm -hmm. in a very wonderful song is a guy, but we have a, a fairly large church where I um, attend, and we have a lot of visitors. And it was always interesting to see the reaction of the folks like, 
why is this dude up on the stage acting like he's an angel? Is there something that you'd like to correct the record about that as well in your book? Absolutely. We have a section on angels and demons, for that matter. And what I point out is that as pure spirits, angels are, of course, without sexual differentiation. You need to have a body to be male or female. But when the angels appear in the, uh, both the Old and the New Testament, they are always referred to as male. So that doesn't mean that that is their nature, but what I argue is that essentially, vis-a-vis us, angels are male. They are the, the divine messengers who are, in a sense, initiating a response from us, and, and we as the recipients of the message are sort of feminine in our receptivity to it. So with respect to their interactions to us, angels are men. Mm. And, um, you know, there is so much to learn, and it's interesting, and especially as a talk show host where I try to uh, prepare each day and to be as accurate as possible. It's interesting today with social media how uh, very, and we have the whole idea of fake news, very little value is given to uh, actually dealing with the facts. And that's uh, why this is a a very great read. And for some of you, even if you're maybe new to coming to the faith, this would be an excellent opportunity for you to explore some uh, some of the very important issues that uh, are confronting the church today. It's the Politically Incorrect Guide to Christianity uh, by Michael P. Foley, and he's joining me this afternoon. Um, as you were coming on, uh, we're getting ready to roll out our annual trip, uh, my trip to uh, Israel and Jordan. And it's interesting because those on the left and those who um, don't want to deal with the facts, they just uh, sort of perpetuate the the myth that uh, everything in the Bible is just great stories. Nothing is backed up ever by science. Nothing is ever backed up by historical facts. Yet... Um, I've been to Israel on several locations, and it seems like uh, every week or two, whether you're in Israel or not, you're hearing about some sort of archaeological uh, find or some sort of archaeological dig that digs up something that has some historical facts that points directly to uh, Christianity. Talk about that. Oh, absolutely. I mean, there are a couple of things on the table there. One is just the, uh, the amazing truth content of the Bible. From beginning to end, uh, the Bible reveals truths to us that we could not have learned on our own. And then the second thing, of course, is the compatibility of Christianity with science. That We are told today that there's a war between religion and science, but what this hyperbole, what, what all this rhetoric ignores is the simple fact that modern science owes its existence to Christianity. It was the Christian Middle Ages that laid the foundation for what would become modern science. And many of the fields of science were begun by pious, believing Christian men and women. Hmm. Now, one thing I wanted to let you speak upon before I get to my, my last major question about your new book, which I'm recommending you know, a lot has been said about the Spanish Inquisition and, of course, uh, the Crusaders, all of those type of issues that um, really caused the, the secular world to, to really 
look down upon those of us that are Christians with our heritage. But the Spanish Inquisition killed about, you know, the numbers they killed back in about 350 years of their existence. There's an organization today that, by virtue of their policies and um, what they do in terms of their business plan, they've killed more than that just in six days. Who would that be? That would be Planned Parenthood. One of the shockers I discovered in researching the book is that Planned Parenthood kills more people every six days than the Spanish Inquisition killed in 350 years. And that's just Planned Parenthood. That's not all the abortions that take place in the United States. It's just that organization. Mm. My last question, we're about to run out of time, and that is uh, it has to do with absolute truth. Um, today, it, uh, it it certainly has been propagated by the left and in the uh, cultural uh, world that, uh, you know what, uh, my truth, your truth, my listener's truth, all of us, whatever we think about something, all truth is truth. There's no such thing as absolute truth. There's no absolute black and white. There's no absolute, um, yes, that's true, that's wrong. Now, when you take God out of the equation, maybe that's true. But because we know that God is true and God is the creator of the universe, talk about the whole idea about God being the supreme good behind morality. And all the atheists like to talk philosophy, but when you take God out of the picture, there's nothing to, to point a foundation for us to even be good. Talk about that. Well, you know, and that's just the sad irony of modern history, that modernity began as this attempt, in a sense, to liberate human reason and liberate human morality from all of this God talk. So it was done in the name of morality and in the name of reason, but after 400, 500 years of this, Modern man has lost faith in reason and faith in any kind of objective goodness. So in other words, he got rid of God for the sake of reason and morality, and now he doesn't even have that. The only, ironically, the only people who have faith in reason are Christians. Well, and, and, and true, and what's kind of a sideline with that as well is the whole idea of science. And when we talk about science... Many people believe that uh, that myself as a Christian, you and others, we just leave, believe in fairy tales and good stories. And uh, the idea that uh, we don't have any sort of a basis in science is is certainly something that's a common theme that you're going to really get a hold of in liberal news organizations, liberal radio organizations. Talk about the fact of Christianity Christianity is not the enemy of science. It's the enemy of junk science. Weigh in on that one as we wrap up today. Oh, absolutely. And the thing to remember is, in order for scientists to do science, they need to have two things. They need to have a faith in the power of the human mind to discover intelligible patterns in the universe, and they need to have faith that there is a consistent, objective reality out there that has coherent laws that don't change willy-nilly. If you don't believe in either of those things, you can't do science. And both of those convictions come only from the Christian West that believes that man is made in the image and likeness of God and that God creates according to 
his his intelligible and intelligent uh, plan. I want to tell you that, um, especially if you have little by little, and this happens because it's kind of like the old theory of the frog. If a frog jumps in a pot of boiling water, he'll jump right out. But if he's in a pot of water that's just brought up to boiling temperature slowly, he doesn't move. Maybe that your situation this afternoon in that you don't really realize how over the years um, this little cultural thing, this little repeated uh, philosophy on one of your programs, be it a sitcom or television, maybe you've uh, drifted a little bit away from what are good, solid Christian roots. I think it'd be a great opportunity, the book I'm recommending this afternoon, to sort of uh, realign some of your thoughts on that. Um, it is The Politically Incorrect Guide to Christianity, Why It's True, Why It Matters, and Why It's Good for You. The author is Michael P. Foley, part of our Regnery Publishing uh, Sister Organization's fine book uh, group of books, and I'm highly recommending it this afternoon. And uh, Michael Foley, thanks for being with us. And uh, with all of your other great works. Thank you for bringing this to us. I know it's going to be a blessing to many. Thank you so much. I appreciate it. Take care, my friend. You too. Again, that's the Politically Incorrect Guide to Christianity recommended this afternoon. Well, that'll wrap up this edition of the Bill Bunkley Show, live from our state capitol here in Tallahassee. I'm going to take some time off, but look forward to meeting you right here tomorrow at 4 o'clock with the big updates of the day from the state capitol. Until then, have a great evening. God bless and good night. Three-star general Michael J. Flynn, head of the Pentagon Intelligence Agency, knew all the government's dirty secrets. He was one of the most respected generals in the military. Flynn knew what the intel world had been up to. He understood its funding. He ordered the first audit of the use of contractors. This set off alarm bells. The explosive new documentary, Flynn, deliver the truth, whatever the cost, and covers the facts behind this scandal. Flynn told the truth. He was the most dangerous person for Donald Trump to hire. I find out the worst enemy that I'm going to face in my life is right here in America. They took my assessment and they wanted me to change it. I was like, I'm not changing it. They had to get rid of Flynn. With in-depth interviews, archival footage, and never-before-seen personal records to the man behind the headlines. I just felt like I was drowning. Flynn. Deliver the truth, whatever the cost. Available now. Watch it today. Go to salemnow.com. salemnow.com.